Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say we have Chris today, who is a freelance video content creator. Very exciting. Chris, how are you doing? I'm very good. Thanks for the invite and hello, everyone. Ah, it's an absolute pleasure. Chris, can I start off by asking you your career to date and a little bit about yourself in general? So I was born in Poland. Um, then when I was 21, I moved into Ireland. At the start, I was just, just doing regular work in and factories and I don't know warehouses but then the time come I said like I have to stop it and move on to something that's interesting to me so I went to college funny enough it was sound engineering college I thought I'll be good in editing music and mixing music but then one of the modules was video production and then that was the time when it clicked I was like okay this is what I want to do so I finished sound engineering course and the first thing I did was looking for internships in video production companies. I was lucky enough to find one quite fast. So I got there, I spent there nine months, no paid. So I had to support myself somehow. But I went through this, I learned a lot. I learned camera work, I learned editing, I learned basics of After Effects. Um, the nine months has come to an end and I had to look for something else. So I found another internships, uh, which was only expenses paid. I said, fair enough. Okay, I'll take it. But luckily enough, after six months, they seen a potential in me. So they hired me full time and another six months passed. They made me like head of video production for the global company. So that's where it really kicked off. I spent there four years and then the COVID came, uh, it put me on a layoff because obviously there was no work. We couldn't go out to the, to the clients and film or of course anything like that. So they put me on a layoff. I spent like three months sitting at home. I was like, no, I, I can't stand it. I have to do something. So I yeah. decided to go freelancing. So I had a couple of contacts. Um, like a driving instructor who always wanted some videos to make. So I started with him, start making videos, start looking for clients. I made my website alone. Uh, it starts like basic adverts on Facebook or something like that, just to kick off really. Uh, it went okay at the start, but then I came across agencies who were looking for cameramen and editors. So I applied and they took me in. And since then, it's going pretty good. I have shoots every week. If it's one agency or another agency, I have my own clients as well. So the ball is rolling, really, you know. Um, uh, yeah. Love it. Love it. And obviously, video is your safe space. But um, And I, I, I've been on your website. I've seen some of the work. And, and it's clear you're, you're immensely talented. But um, what can you give value wise in the video industry at the moment to listeners? What, what would you recommend for anyone out there who wants to produce video content for their businesses? Um, what do you find is, is getting good results and what would you recommend at the moment? I think practice is everything. 
Um, you can be weak at video, but with good practice and good mentoring, you can go far. Um, uh, there are things that you have to be born with, with, like, I don't know, attention to detail. Um, this is something you must have. It must be in you. And work ethic, obviously, this is something you must have to retain clients. Um, other than that, I think practice, practice. You know, know your gear. You need to know your gear well. Um, know your capabilities, what you can do. Learn new things like drones, uh new techniques like time lapses, hyperlapses, you know, use equipment like gimbals, you know, just put whatever you can in it. Effort and practice will take you far, wherever you do, or wherever you have been doing before. And is there any campaign work uh, or previous work that you've done that you're really proud of, really successful that you could tell me about? Yeah, I think... Um, I was working for National Statistics Office in UK. Uh, they had a census in 2018, I think. So we made all the uh, scenarios for the census officers, role plays and everything. Like if they approach someone, how they should act. So we filmed everything from start to finish. So I directed and I produced this from start to finish. So I had to hire actors. I had to find locations make shot lists, you know, go through the script and put it down as a shot list, make sure everything is in place, make sure like actors have what to eat, what to drink. Uh, it was a big set as well. The locations were sometimes Airbnbs. Uh, sometimes we were in the hotels. We had like a wing secured only for us. Uh, this was a very big job. Uh, it took, I think, a month to produce. It was like five shoot days. I can't even imagine how how much editing went into it. A uh, few languages. We did it in Welsh as well, which was absolute disaster for me because there's no way I could speak Welsh. <laughs> but we had a good actors list, um, so they pulled it off pretty good. Yeah, that that worked. I think I was very proud of it after it all was finished that it actually turned out pretty good. So other than yeah, go on. So to manage such a campaign, do you find like? Can you break down the segments and, and your involvement in it? Just and, and I'm sure this will benefit listeners as well uh, about how uh, you can look at a storyboard. How do you know to take the shots? How do you know? Uh, you've probably got an idea of being given a location, but is, is there anything that you can help us visualize techniques or, or things that you like to do that will give us an insight into your, uh, your process? Um, I think it's the imagination. Um, it all started from the script, obviously. Uh, this is where I came in because there was like business development managers who took the projects off. They went on the meetings with ONS and sorry, ONS is National Statistics Office of uh, UK. They called, uh, I can't remember the acronym, what it stands for, but it is what it is. Um, when I had a script, the first thing I did was making a shot list. So using imagination, reading the script, trying to imagine how this should look. And then uh, I was breaking down each segment. This was like a, a module which was divided into, I don't know, 12 scenarios. So I was trying to imagine the location. Okay, these are ONS officers. They're going from house to house. So it must be a house, for example. So um 
when I write the shot list, I have, uh, for example, the camera outside, camera inside. Then the uh, the officer coming out to the door, knocking the door. Someone opens the door, and then the camera focus on the officer only because the person inside the house wasn't really important. The most important part was the officer and how he act. And so once the shot list was done, then there was about locations and actors. So we went into the uh, actor agencies said what we need, uh, that we need, for example, Welsh-speaking people, we need uh, diverse actors as well, because we would need, you know, in-houses, you never know who you meet. Like, we we needed, like, an older lady, we needed a young couple, for example. So it was all uh, handled by agency. Uh, once we had the actors, the locations, and the shot list ready, then we had like a pre-production meetings with everyone, explained them everything, how we see it, how we want to do it, when, and secure the times and everything, and take it from there, book the flights and hotels and everything. And let's talk software for a second. Is there anything you could recommend? To, is there anything that you swear by to use when you're you're editing or creating or adding filters or so forth? Um, my main software is uh, Adobe Premiere Pro, but I really like the way they're linked with After Effects, for example. After Effects is a big player in video production for me because it can like bring your value. It brings value a lot. For example, you can make simple animations. It's not really hard. If you put some practice in it, it's very helpful tool. Even simple things like a lower third for interviews or, uh, you know, logo intros, logo outros, some slides in the middle with text, they all make a difference. Like simple video production, when you only have, for example, an interview and a little bit of B-roll, it gets boring, especially for corporate clients. They want to see something more than just the video footage. So After Effects is my really helpful tool, which I use on every everyday basis. Uh, it helps me a lot as well. If you, for example, missed some footage, you can't do much with it, but you can use animations. And this is where After Effects come with help again. Uh, yeah, I think I, I really like the link with Adobe software between Premiere Pro and After Effects, Photoshop, Illustrator. They are packed together nicely. I, I love that. And um, looking at the actual video the videography that you use like equipment wise is there any equipment that you'd recommend even just for someone listening that might want to start off or is probably working for a company and is told to do video but they don't know where to start is there any kind of basic set that you could recommend to our listeners to 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 purchase um i think any mirrorless camera can do the job these days these cameras are really powerful even if you buy something cheap and it can film full HD, you are in good good shape, you know. Uh, of course, you'll need some tools for a start, like basic lights, basic audio kit for interviews. You'll need that definitely. Um, so the camera is not only thing. With just the camera, you won't do much. Uh, you need some audio. You need some lights for the interviews. Um, it's good if your camera have higher frame rate because this is a lifesaver very often. If you have a basic shot, it's just a basic shot. But if you get can add to it a little bit of slow motion, it's actually bringing your value up. 
Uh, and as well, like uh, drawn, drawn is a good buy as well. Clients love drawn, love very well shoots. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That, that is really good advice. Yeah, and I, I suppose you were talking cameras there, so your your iPhones and stuff, and and probably something as simple as a gimbal could could be just to steady the camera would be a a good low cost option for for people yeah anything you invest in it's actually bringing your value up as well so it's always wise to invest in yourself and in equipment especially if you're buying something new and not only upgrading and now i have everything i think they're like i always wanted to to fly fpv fpv drone as well but i don't have time to learn it because it takes time it's cheap. It's very cheap, obviously, but you need a lot of practice to learn that. So I just fly standard drone and it's sufficient enough. Uh, but I think there's a lack of uh, FPV drones operators, especially in Ireland. There's not many. I think uh, people who want someone to fly FPV, FPV drone, they hire people from UK or France. Wow. So this was this would be good advice for someone who wants to start in videography learn fpv fpv drone because there's a lack of operators in Ireland definitely it's yeah it's always good to know those insights and is there anywhere where you go for new information or learn work for you to upskill into um i'm self-taught in everything uh, but i like to use like instagram channels or like, you know, industry experts, watch industry experts, because this is the only way you can develop your taste. Um, if you don't have taste, your videos will be bad. You need some kind of taste to be able to produce something nice. So I use like Instagram groups, like I watch industry experts, like Philip Bloom, for example, um, maybe uh like groups like Camera Lust as well, they do a lot of, you know, examples of nice work, you know, so you can watch that and learn a lot from it. And as well, I watch ads, you know, ads in the TV. I think I never skipped ads when watching film or something on TV because yeah. I like to watch them. I enjoy watching them. It might be might be funny, but yeah, I enjoy that. Oh, you appreciate the, the value that goes into them. And and I suppose as a videographer, you know how difficult it is to get your message over in thirty seconds and create a script that's compelling and, and interesting in, in that in that time frame. Exactly, yeah. Um, but looking at the digital industry as a whole, in particular video, obviously social media seems to have a huge focus in video right now, with you know pretty much every major planet, uh, channel um, focusing around video first. But is there anything that really excites you or anything that you want to tell our listeners that you've noticed, especially in the video space uh, at the moment? Um, maybe the, the worst part, I start with this, because I see a lot of uh, industry people who are saying that AI can take, can take over video production, and I'm totally against it. I think it will never do because you you need your pair of eyes to see and do things. Um, in a good way, I think the technology is going forward. I think the quality of cameras are getting better and cheaper. So now for very little money, you can buy something that it's actually do the job, can do the job. When if you look like 
five, ten years ago, you would have to spend fortune to get something decent. Um, I think it'll go forward. So I suppose in three or four years, for little money, you'll be able to buy like industry level cameras. I hope for it. Like we'll see what the time brings. Really, exactly. And you touched on something quite important there around AI. So are you not actively playing around with AI at the moment? Um, or you are, but you don't think your analysis is, it, it won't be relevant to the video industry? Um, it's actually already relevant to video industry. Um, uh, the company I used to work for uh, the four years I was head of video, after the, the COVID, they went into the direction of AI. So they are now trying to make a platform where AI is picking up the clips. You just submit the script and AI is actually building the video. Wow. Um, yeah, but like it's something that I think will never succeed because I've seen some of these videos and they need a lot of corrections. It's never correct. Like it's never matched to the voiceover. Maybe it still needs more work to be done to it. But like, you know, when you when you edit video, you know exactly at which point of voiceover you need to use what clip and what this clip needs to show, where AI is not developed enough to be able to pull that off, I think. Yeah, really well said. And, uh, and lastly, Chris, we always ask this question on the show, which is if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have yourself, Chris, and you could pass on to others, what would it be? Um, I think attention to detail. I think this is the most important trait you may have in video production and design and everything. I think attention to detail. I, like I used to work with interns while I was the head of video in the company I worked for, and I seen straight away if there was a lack of attention to detail, this person will never succeed in video production because leaving so many mistakes in in a video that wouldn't be there if you had this attention to detail it's a big difference it's really really big difference yeah i really appreciate the meticulous approach as well but that's it chris thank you so much for being on the show if people want to reach out to you they want to see your work they want to touch base with you maybe about their own videography kind of content how can they get in touch yeah, you can just check out my website, ytv.ie. It's yellow tag video company's called. Uh, I work as a freelancer, so, you know, I've not renting offices or anything. I work from home, so it's always easier to give me a good rate to a client than if I was renting a lot. Um, and I hire freelancers as well. I have a team of my friends who work with me. I work for them. They work for me. So, yeah, we make a lot of videos. Love that. Love that. Thanks everyone for listening and thank you, Chris, for being on the show. Thanks a lot.